welcome, welcome to the DMV's Vibe Podcast. Happy Sunday. Um, it's been a busy Sunday. First of all, we want to start off by saying happy Black History Month. Yes. Blackly, black, 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 black month. <laughs> and also, um, I would like to say it's been a busy month already. And we're only six days in. Definitely. Um, to recap the weekend really quickly, um, the Washington football team, for whatever reason, changed their name to the Commanders. And I've seen like 8 million ads about it. And I ain't going to lie, I ain't seen this many ads about the Redskins ever in life. The commanders. The com- oh, I'm the, sorry. The commanders. the commanders. It's gonna take me a minute to get used to saying that, but um, they said a Washington football team to me. Absolutely. And yesterday we had the honor of um, joining Councilman Glenn Arden's Councilman Maurice Harrison, aka Reese the Realist, for him to celebrate his birthday and his album listening party. Um, it was a great event. I'm really excited about his album that is going to drop on February 22nd. Definitely, definitely. Shout out oh. to the whole Glen Alden. Yes, they was definitely in the building last night. Um, but the album was really amazing. Um, so today um, we're kicking off Black History Month celebrating the queens of the Soul Sisters series. We thank them for joining us today. How y'all doing, ladies? How y'all doing, ladies? How y'all doing, ladies? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. we can hear you now. Thank you yes. for joining us. Thank Welcome, you for joining ladies. us. Thank you for having us. So um, we got to see a preview of what to look forward to in the series. Um, we're really excited. I want to start off by having y'all introduce yourselves. Okay, so my name is Trisha Marie. I am the creator and executive producer behind the new reality show, Soul Sisters. Thank you for having me. Welcome. And yes, my name is Kwamea, um, but for those who can't pronounce it, you can call me Q Kwao Queen. I am one of the cast members from Soul Sisters reality show. Thank you, ladies, for having us. We appreciate you guys accepting the invitation. You're hey, welcome. hey, hey, it's your Curvy is Worthy Queen Brina. I'm so blessed to be here and being a part of the cast of Soul Sisters. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Benet. I think that was my husband. Hi, I'm Benet. I am one of the cast members of the Soul Sisters. So I want to say thank you, ladies, for having us on your platform. Thank you for joining us. Um, I will let her introduce herself when she's able to join back with us. Um, I want to start by saying, how did the whole series come about? How, how did the idea even start? Okay, so I'll answer that um, being the creator. So really what started the, the series was my own spiritual healing journey. I went through a really dark phase in life with depression and postpartum. And just being in a different state, I'm originally, I'm a Jersey girl, but I moved to Atlanta about almost six years ago. And when I moved out here, I got pregnant with my second kid. I didn't have like a support system because I had my husband, my kids, but I didn't have like my parents, I didn't have family, I didn't have the friends. So it was like a real big drastic change. And it, it put me into, into depression. And on top of that, I had had my second kid. So I was dealing with depression and postpartum at the same time. And 
like I said, it was a dark phase in my life. I was in that phase for about three years. And then finally, when I did decide to get myself out of the phase, I told myself I was going to make my pain my purpose. And I was going to become a certified life coach so I can help other women that were dealing with the same things that I was dealing with or just people in general that were going through that dark phase and needed the guidance because I wish I had someone like myself. I wish I had a therapist or a life coach to guide me. So in the midst of me becoming a life coach, um, my good friend, Sis Sabrina, reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I really want to do meditation because she she really saw my glow up. She saw my manifestation. She just saw how spirituality changed my whole life. So she wanted me to help guide her with meditation. And then she was going to invite some of, you know, some of the girls from her community to come. So I started a meditation Monday through Friday via Zoom, 8 a.m., which I still do. And it was something that grew. Just, it just grew with word of mouth. You know, everyone told a friend and a friend would join. And it became a community of about 30, over 30-something 30 And at that point, I decided, I'm like, listen, these women, their stories are very touching. I feel like I connect to them. I feel like, you know, their stories will help change the world in a sense. So I came up with the brilliant idea of creating an annual retreat just specifically for women. And in the process of it, me and my husband, we own a production company. So shout out to my husband, Ladeze. We have a company called Short Shot Company. And I told them, like, do you think we can make this into a reality show? Because I feel like it's cool, you know, for us to get the healing there. But it would be even better to share this with the world for people to see it. So he's like, let's do it. So I invited 12 women who didn't know each other to one house. And I didn't tell them that we were filming a reality show until they got to the house because I specifically wanted them to be raw and authentic. I didn't want to warn them or give them the, you know, the heads up. And then that way, you know, some people be scared. I don't want to do it or hesitate or just, you know, overly prepare themselves because they know they're going to be on camera. I wanted it to be real TV, reality TV. So when the ladies got to the house, I gave them the option um, on being on camera or not being on camera. And they all decided that they were willing to share their story with other women and other people that were like-minded like us. And that's really the concept and how we came up with it. But it was 12 women who did not know each other. We were complete strangers. And we went into this beautiful beach home in Bowers Beach, Delaware. And that's where we're, I helped guide them to healing. Okay. And, and how did you go about selecting the women that would participate? So I'm what you call an empath. And for those of you who don't know what an empath is, is I feel energy. So I can be around someone and I can feel, I don't even have to be around them. I could actually just feel energy through photos or through videos. And I really connected to these specific women. Um, and because of their stories and because of the willingness and being receptive to heal, I chose them specifically. And it was really, I can't really describe it. It was just really an energy thing. You know, sometimes you get guided to to talk to somebody or to connect with somebody. And that was really what it was. It was an energy thing. Okay. And exactly where did the retreat take place at? So the retreat took place in Bowers Beach, Delaware. And for any of you guys who aren't familiar with Delaware, because I'm really not familiar with Delaware, it's in the boonies. It's in... <laughs> It's deep in the cut. So um, we drove miles in a dead man zone where there was nothing but trees. And then when we finally got there, it's like a little island of its own in the cut. Um, very, very private. 
And it's, it was a beautiful location because I wanted to make sure I took everybody away from their comfort zone into a place that was peaceful and, and discreet at the same time. Okay. And I know um, we had you, dro you dropped out when we were doing introductions. So I do want to let you have an opportunity to introduce yourself. And can you also tell me where you're from and the rest of the ladies tell me where y'all came from, um, what side of the country y'all came from for the retreat? So I think you're talking about June. Uh, June, uh, you didn't get to introduce yourself. Yes. Gotta unmute yourself. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, I had no audio before, so I had to go out and come back in. But yes, thank you so much for having us. Um, my name is June. Um, I had the pleasure of being a part of the Soul Sisters reality show cast. Um, not only was I there for my healing journey, I was also the chef. So um, it was a pleasure. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on the show, having us. Oh, no, it's our pleasure. Uh, and where are you from? Eastern Pennsylvania, but I'm a Jersey girl. I'm from Jersey, but I live in Eastern Pennsylvania now. Okay. Okay. East Coast, East Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And the rest of the ladies, um, where are y'all from? We're from Jersey. Um, mainly a lot of us from Jersey or uh, either. And then we got one sister from Chicago. Um, that's Christina. Shout out to Christina. Um, but mainly everybody's from Jersey, but either between Trishy and um, June, they're now in PA in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I hope it's warmer there t today than it is up here. Oh, no, no, honey. It, I was just actually coming from a photo, uh, video shoot. And it is not warm, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, it's still pretty cold up here. I'm, I'm hoping for some warm weather very, very soon. Um, and so can I ask, what time of the year did y'all go on the retreat? I know Delaware, um, as we see in the video, is right on the water. It seemed like a beautiful view. Um, what time of the year was it shot? It was shot in April, so it was almost a year ago. Um, it was cold, so if you see, we're all wearing Align hoodies. I have a brand called Align, so the ladies supported my brand. But it was definitely um, chilly. It was it was a little breezy up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Um, I do want to ask uh, the ladies who participated in the retreat, um, your initial feelings going in. Like, did y'all know? Did any of y'all know any of each other prior to going to the retreat? Um, I would take that. Um, so as Trish said, um, I was the one that reached out to her in the beginning, um, Sabrina, of course. Um, and I told her I was on a spiritual awakening journey. I was ready um, to be guided with meditation because I knew she introduced me to meditation. I didn't know much about it. And she was the only one I could trust in regards to even going um, to her about it. And uh, she was so receptive in regards to it because also she had disclosed to me that she um, got certification in life coaching. So I was like, oh, that's what's up. And then um, June was with me at that, that time and June ended up hiring her as her personal life coach. So then I said, Trish, would you be interested in, you know, leading a guided meditation? Um, and initially before she even said anything about a retreat, we were all virtual, as she said. So it was one woman called another woman and another woman called another woman. It was just like telephone, literally. Um, and a lot of us never even seen each other. We just heard voices. 
Um, some people I knew, some people I didn't really know personally. So to get to know each and every one of the ladies, it was just so beautiful. And initially going in, it was just all about healing. It was all love. I was so receptive and open to it because I'm a sister of seven girls. Um, my parents, um, I have a background of Liberian, West Africa is where my family comes from. I was born and raised here in America, in Jersey. And um, I needed a, a new, I needed something new. I needed to be elevated. Um, you know, elevation requires separation. And I just needed to um, tap into a higher version of myself. And I knew Trishy was the best person to go to because she made me feel safe in regard to it. And um, she guides she guides very well. And I still am a part of her meditation virtually um, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. So if anybody who's listening to us is interested, definitely tap into my sis. Okay. Um, your, can y'all take us through like the first day of arriving at the retreat? Oh, wow. Going to the house. It was like Jesus Creeper, uh, <laughs> long term, literally. Um, we were scared. One of the ladies I didn't know at all. So we carpooled. Some of us didn't know each other. So we carpooled to go there and it was so cool to meet someone for the first time. And I let her drive. So I was like, oh my gosh, girl, you're going to kill us. Like you got to turn around because this is not the right way. <laughs> Then by the time we, we got around to the boonies, oh my gosh, um, one of my girlfriends, shout out to our sister Kiana, she had to call me because she was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm about to just turn around and just say, forget this whole thing. I said, don't worry. I got you. Just stay on the phone with me, like <laughs> literally from door. So um, all the sisters I know could attest to that drive. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, um, you know, coming up to the drive, it was smooth, but then once we know we was getting, like, nearby, it was like the, the wrong turn situation. We all experienced the wrong turn, or why is the GPS telling us to go this way? And it was, it was crazy, because I drove down with one of our sisters, um, Ty. Um, I didn't even know her. We didn't know each other at all, but for some reason, our spirits were like, it met somewhere some shape and some some time in the universe at a different time um but it was just how crazy because even with trishy was like are you sure y'all don't even know each other that's how connected we was our spirits was at the time um so but other than that we experienced the whole world turn we calling trishy like it's taking us to a whole baseball <laughs> field like what is going on so <laughs> So she knew exactly what we were talking about, but she stayed with us on the phone for a little bit until we got there. But initially coming to the house, when we knew we was in the route, the right direction as the long road. And it was like, we looking as we driving, we was like, we're literally on an island by ourselves secluded. This is bomb.com because we were just looking like, we didn't know what we expected, you know what I'm saying? All we all we knew once we came, we was going to see what was going to unfold. But once we got to the house, it was amazing. She greeted everybody with such an amazing warm hug and open arms and just made us felt comfortable. She created a safe space as she did on, you know, online. And she, you know, she continued to carry that even to this day. And listen, it was it was amazing. Absolutely. And for me, I just want to chime in and piggyback off of everything that um, Brina and Kwa said. Like, um, I was the first one to arrive because, I, you know, I was the chef. So um, it wasn't as scary for me because they were arriving in the evenings and I was coming earlier, um, like the morning time. But um, just 
to be greeted by Trishy and her husband the way that I was. Um, and then to find out, uh, you know, that we're actually going to be recording. And then just being there and seeing the way she prepared for everyone that was arriving. Um, I feel like I had like, uh, like one in because I was able to meditate with her you know, and just set the atmosphere for all of the ladies that were arriving. And it was just so beautiful. It really was. Um, and I will say for me going, like my sister did say that the drive was, it was, it was, it was good coming, but I don't know, but we got close. I'm like, what the hell? And mind you, I'm from Newark, so this right here looks like some last house on the left. Like the so I'm like, oh, hell no, I need to turn the hell back around. So once we got on the phone with Trishy and the other girls, they were like, no, 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 that's the right way. I'm like, what? We'd be about to go, because this is about it. Like, listen, I'm not going to die just to go to no house, honey. <laughs> but yeah, it was, listen, but once we got there, we were so happy to see each other. Everybody was hugging on you. You would have thought we knew each other forever. Everybody was just so happy to see mm -hmm. each other, loving all on each other. We ain't even half was I didn't even know half of the girls. I only know I might have knew two people with Sabrina and my other sister named Tiffany. Other everybody else I had just met going in. But it was a beautiful experience. Do you think that having the the meditations and the meetings prior to helped everyone um just be comfortable going into the retreat? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I think that was a huge contributing factor. Yes. Yeah. Um, because it already created, it created a safe space from just that point on, from just being via Zoom and just knowing the fact that if she could create that space, just imagine we would just, we, we had no doubt what space she could create us all physically being in one room under one roof together. Yes, so we did a series before on sisterhood and talking about sometimes it can be very complicated um, once you get in a certain age bracket and trying to build a sisterhood with other women and it's it's a stereotype with black women that we can't get along, it's hard for us to empower each other. Um, what was you? What was your favorite thing about the retreat and being surrounded by you know, just having a positive energy like that. I would who say, who want to go? <laughs> I go? I would say definitely for me, I'm a sister of seven girls. So I always had this mindset that I don't really need sisters. But I didn't realize how broken, I don't want to say how broken me and my sister's relationships are because we're close. But for the most part, sibling shit, they don't judge you too. Right. Mm -hmm. But these girls, they didn't judge. We didn't judge one another. Some of us needed to come out and speak and be transparent about our own healing that we needed. So it made other people get comfortable and be able to break down that wall. Um, and Trishy really, like, like Kwa said, she created a safe place for us to do that. And it was a judgment free zone. Mm -hmm. um, and to be able to say that you can find your tribe, your soul, your soul sister tribe, to say that you can pray with them, cry with them, confide in them, and they won't judge you, is a big thing. Absolutely. Yes, um, Trishy, can you tell us a little bit about how you developed or planned for that weekend? As far as did you go in with just having a lot of group plans or trying to find things that will help them individually? 
So my intention uh, for this trip was to do a group activity. So what I did is I created an itinerary that I sent the girls. I probably sent the girls the itinerary maybe a month ahead. Um, the itinerary along with the menu of everything we were eating. I'm 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 a perfectionist, so I try to be a perfectionist. Um, so when it comes to like organizing everything, I'm like, I have to because my mind, I'm an overthinker, so I would go crazy. Um, so I made sure I had everything organized and set. And what we did is we did a couple activities, which you'll see when you guys watch the show on February 10th. Um, a lot of activities, but they were designated to heal. So it looked like it was fun. It looked like it was just some regular activities, but they were actually healing activities and healing techniques. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely pre-planned. I did a couple of months of planning. I thought out everything thoroughly. Um, to even giving them goodie bags. I had goodie bags placed on each and every one of their beds, with um, you know some some things that they can just have to use while they were there. And some of the things were a part of you know the activities we were doing. So everything was well planned. Um, I'm I'm very I'm very big on organization. Okay, I, my uh, my next question is going to be to all of the ladies. So once you heard that it was going to be recorded, was there like a, a moment of shock or a moment of like, whoa, I'm not ready for that? A lot of times when people hear they're going to be on camera, they be like, wait a minute, I got to get myself right. I got to make sure it's coming from the right angle. My hair got to be right makeup. So how how was just receiving that information? How, how did y'all take it? Honestly, Go ahead, Honestly speaking, we didn't really care. That was the thing. Like once she said it, we was like, oh, okay, but it wasn't, you would think we would have been like, oh, let's go in the mirror and let's fix our hair. It was so natural and it was so like, nobody really cared about the camera. Honestly speaking, I forgot the camera was even rolling. Like mm -hmm. seriously, mm -hmm. I forgot that it was rolling. Nobody really paid it no mind. So we might've put on makeup that we had a, well, you guys will see in one of the, uh, in one of the series is that we had got cute, got dressed up. That was the only time we put on makeup. Other than that, it was no like, you get up, you go, you. That's it. That's it. You come as you are. It wasn't really no like, oh, let me, let me get cam ready because you know that's what we do. Typical, mm -hmm. that's what we do. But we were so like, I think with most of everybody was so happy just to be there, just to see each other, love on each other. We yeah. had the good. We had June good food. We had some good drink. It was a good vibe. So I don't think we really even cared about the cameras. Yeah. Honestly speaking, like I definitely have to agree with my sister. Like we received what she, what she said, but it was like okay, like <laughs> that, that was about it. And from that point, like when they said, we were so super duper excited that we finally was able to put the voices with the faces, actually come and be in the same room with the people that you've been meditating with for like months now. And it was to the point where it was like, it was excitement because we was all on one mission, had one goal, was basically to heal. And it was just like, and again, we honestly forgot the cameras was even there until he, until the camera guy came in front of us and walked past. It was like, oh, it's still when you walk past, we still didn't even, like, it was like a flicker, like, okay, whoop, whoop. It was like, okay, we still was in our own zones doing our own thing and just letting it be what it is. And at the end of the day, I think I probably say this for all of my sisters and myself. We didn't second guess to the fact that our story was going to be told and be seen by the world. You know, 
and and I know that some people probably say when it comes to healing, it's a private situation, it's a private thing. People don't want to expose that. People don't want to see that. But at the end of the day, listen, God say when you keep secrets, something is is not growth. So yeah. so that means you're ashamed of it. It's not there's nothing to shame about showing your healing out loud. And so people can see because you got to give people something to have an example of where to start. Absolutely. I'm going to let uh, my co-host Phyllis ask y'all a couple questions. All right. Hello. Good evening, ladies. Um, I have a question. It made me think about something that Brianna said about her having seven siblings and with seven sisters and realizing um, after going through this experience, kind of the brokenness of some of her relationships with her siblings. So do you guys feel like this experience allowed you to take some things and put them and implement them into your own relationships or friendships with people outside of the group or with your actual relatives? Absolutely. 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 It does. Like, yeah. Um, just in regards to healing, I always like to go to what my sister Sabrina say, you know, you know, clarification. She probably could explain a little bit more than I can, but just the clarity of having clarification. It it the clouds is now being masked and removed. So you're now you're clear you cleared. So going into it, you you see when the BS is coming, you you could and then it's like we work on a um, vibration energy which is real. A lot of people don't believe in it, but it is unbelievably real. And, um, and in regards to doing that, just going into different relationships, I'm, I'm the oldest girl of seven boys and girls. So me, cause, and I'm close with two, I'm cool with all of them, but I'm close with two. So, but just end up just with the ones I'm not as close with, it did implement for me to be able to know how to approach them a little bit better, to be able to, you know, accept for it well, for what it is, not allowed to be forced to say it is what it is, and it would get to where it needs to be as I continue to grow, which I'm glad to say it is and it has because they see me growing. They looking like, shit, my sister going ahead. What was going on? I need to be going in line with her because something's working, something's happening. So, you know, and then just also being able to seek out and see when the real and the fake between the real and the fake and just, just keeping that in line of not allowing that to, you know, like my um, sister June, not being accessible to everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I can piggyback on why, um, it definitely helped me as far as dealing with my family, because to know and understand that I've always felt like the black sheep of the family. I went to go live with my grandmother when I was 14 and she actually raised me. I wasn't in the household and I'm uh, the oldest of five. So there was that stigma on me and it was a lot of things that I was telling myself, but I didn't speak about it. So through me going and, um, you know, having Trishy as a life coach and having sessions and talking about this, it gave me the courage. It gave me the voice to actually tell my mom how I felt about the situation. And then later on, go on to tell my brothers and sisters, because a lot of times I felt like I wasn't included in things. So to have this sisterhood now where I'm included and, you know, these people are loving on me, they're interested in what I have going on and vice versa. Um, 
the model of that, I was able to go back and articulate, like, I didn't feel like I had that, but they were telling me that they felt like I didn't want to be a part, like there was a separation from me, but I always looked at it, you know, at, in, in a way as, you know, they intentionally just didn't include me. So, you know, for me being able to gain the courage to find my voice and speak up, it enlightened me and it brought my family closer together. What was probably the biggest takeaway from the whole experience? Um, for me, the biggest takeaway um, was confidence, like to, to be to be confident in myself. Um, it helped me find my courage. Yeah, and I would say mine was the biggest takeaway was I was finally be able to be free. Um, and what I mean by that is that I'm a, some domestic violence survivor over 15 years. And um, even though a lot of people could say, yeah, if, you know, having 15 something years ago, he moved on, you moved on, you know, you doing the best thing as you, a great mother, this and that, entrepreneur, you're killing the game, da, da, da. Yeah, all that is dandy, but at the same time, there was something in me that still was held hostage. And, you know, I was still hurt. I still was in pain. I still had anger. I had unforgiveness, you know, and I feel like he still had those shackles around me where I was still being, I was surviving, but I was not living. And I finally, the biggest takeaway was actually removing those shackles, finally getting free, and actually being able to finally breathe. Oh, wow, I like that cry. To piggyback off of her, um, what she was saying to y'all before was definitely clarity over confusion. Um, actually realizing that trials and tribulations may come my way, but I can withstand it all. Knowing that anxiety and depression is not mine to keep and always remembering that as much as I may give, I always need to remember as Trish teaches me to take my power back. Oh, sissy, that was the same thing I was just about to say. <laughs> Honestly speaking, because, you know, <laughs> we experienced the same, you know, I went through anxiety and depression and it was really hard for me to, you know, get myself together. Like, you know, Benet, what's going on? Why are you feeling the way you feel? And, um, I went through that due to the fact of um, me and my child's father. The whole growing up, I wanted to us to always be together. And my mother didn't. My mother and father was never. They was together, but they wasn't. It was like an off and on situation. So I'm like, when I get older, I don't want to be like that. I want to be different. I want to make sure if I have a kid, we're gonna be together. We're gonna work it out. We're gonna stick it out. And no, that didn't happen. But you just allow things to keep happening over and over and over and over. It's like, okay, Benet, when are you gonna get your power back? When are you gonna step up when you want to stop allowing this person to put all this negative stuff in your head and thinking that okay we're gonna work this out and reality is that's not what you want so we let them say all these mean things to you stick it out all because you're so in love with you're not you're not happy but you want to stick it out because you, you think you're in love but you're really not but then you have a child so it's just like okay i want to make her happy at the same time and still make myself happy so Honestly speaking, Trissy, I love her to death because I'm telling you, <laughs> honey was in a dark, dark, dark place where I could not seem to get myself together. Like, I could not. 
I did have to go on some medication for a little while. Um, just temporarily, because I already told the doctors, like, listen, I'm not a medicine type of girl. I want to be doing all this in and out. And mind you, I work with adults with development disabilities. So I know, I see what they take. I see how highly sedated they be. So I'm like, absolutely not. Hell no. So I'm like, okay, I'll go on it temporarily. Low dose. I kept telling her, low. I don't care how low you get. Low dose. So she's like, okay, we're going to start you at five, but you're really going to take 10. I said, okay, we're going to work that out. So I, I took it for a short period of time. I went on the sisterhood, went on a retreat, came back, and I took myself off it. That's how much, when I tell you, I released everything that I was going through at that retreat. And when I came back, I was just like, oh, listen, I'm going to do this shit on my own. I'm going to go through the, you know, do my meditation, do what Trishy taught me, and I'm going to get through it. On the, on the days where it gets very, very hard, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do what I need to do to clear my mind, and I'm going to be all right. And that's what I did. So when I got back, I took myself off to the meds. Yeah, they was mad, but I didn't give a damn. <laughs> I didn't care. And, yeah, no, I'm not with my child's father. I had to let him go in the process of all that, too. And yeah, today I am smiling. I am happy. And listen, I tell people, you don't always have to be with the father that you have kids by. You can always co-parent. Not the end of the world. You got you will get through it though. It's a process. I'm not saying it was easy because it was. It took me a long time to get here. But I got through it and yes, it's a it's still a process for me, but you work you work it out. We can't hear you. Me? No, we can't hear them. Oh, no. I think they may have gotten disconnected because I think the other person was them. Yeah, I think so. That's what happened? Because I've seen it drop somebody. Yeah, right here. And it's what the other person still in here, so... Yeah, I'm proud of you guys. I really am proud of you guys and just seeing y'all glowing and how beautiful you guys love. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing what healing can do, right? I'm yeah. telling you, because it's shit. And that was a hard my sister could tell you sitting right here, right now. She was like, but they we ain't know what that they ain't know what was going on with me. Yeah. You gotta get it together. They gonna pay a third person to see me. It was when I tell y'all it was bad, it was bad. Yeah. I, it definitely it all right. Yeah. Um, oh no. But yeah, I could definitely re uh, relate to you, Renee. Like the other interview when you heard when you saw me crying. When you're in that deep place, it's you're not even yourself anymore, and it's like you don't even know who you are. Right. You mm -hmm. have to find yourself again. Okay. We apologize. Can y'all hear me now? Yes. 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 Okay. My next question was going to be. Um, when did the job realize the things you needed to heal from prior to going there or once while you were there? It was more while I was there for me. Um, I was dealing with, a, I was in a relationship for a while with someone that um, the relationship was toxic. I identified that I was toxic after the, I, I can say during and after the fact, because I realized what I was hurting from. Um, and then realizing that I fell in love with my parents' worst habits. My parents are still together. Um, my dad is a stroke survivor, and um, I could be transparent in regards to this, but 
I fell in love with alcohol to numb all the pain. And um, I was out there in the street wilding. And I realized that that wasn't all to life. And it wasn't just prayer that was going to break it. I had to identify, look in the mirror and say, girl, you got to change this. This ain't life. There's more to life out there than just that. So. Mm -hmm. And that's for me. I identify what it is that I needed to change before we even got to the house. Um, even before meditation, that's what ended up seeking me, had me seek out, knowing the fact I knew the different things that I needed to implement in my life or back in my life. Because I was doing meditation a long time ago. I just stopped. You know, life just got in the way with so much. And then I'm like, I need to get back on this, this wagon that I know that was making me the best version of myself. Um, and from that point, by me, you know, praying to, you know, the universe, to God, to Allah, whoever you guys believe in. Um, but at the same time, I was sitting there saying, as I was praying, I, he sent me somebody because I came across one of our sisters live. She was speaking about Trishy. And from that point, it was the beginning of magic, love, history, friendship, family, which Trisha and her family will always have a table at the seat, um, to see that table between me and my family forever for life, no matter where they go in this world. And it was just by storm that the fact that, again, I didn't seek her out. I just prayed and he sent her to me. And that's why I always will say because I, I didn't go in the yellow pages. I ain't looking at white pages. I ain't going Google to search. I ain't do nothing. I just got on my knees, asked him because I felt that I needed it. I know I needed it. And then he sent it and he just worked through someone else. And I just knew the fact is I needed to be released again from the pain to someone hurt. else. And um, I just knew the fact. And just from the pain, the hurt, and everything else that I was end up going through, and I knew I needed to be released. Is that okay? So, in regards to that, that's when I knew that I needed to truly to actually forgive. Because even though people say forgiveness is not um, for the other person, it's for you. But it took me some time, and um, I just needed the reinforcements, and that's when Trishy came in. All right, so I have another question with COVID going on. We know uh, Corona at this point is here to stay. Um, we on like the 18,000 strand. They got a new strand every 15 seconds. How do you feel like this experience has helped you just get through that because the anxiety with COVID and then you guys not knowing each other and getting in the car with people you that you you know but you don't know like how that did this experience even help you just cope through COVID you want to take that June probably what I'm gonna say like it might sound crazy to some people or whatever but um just where I'm at, like, I don't worry about stuff like that. I understand that, you know, what we internalize and what we think and ponder upon, we bring it to us, we attract it to us. So I don't even worry about that. I feel like I'm protected and that, you know, I'm fine. I'm also really into health and wellness. I don't eat meat. Like I take care of like part of, this is a lifestyle for me. It's not just 
about my mental, it's about my physical, it's about everything as a whole. It's like, you know, to be the best version of June. So um, I don't worry about COVID. I think that it's a trick of our government. Like, I just, you know, I have my thoughts, <laughs> but it could be, it could get a little, you know, so I don't even worry about it. Yeah, I think also with the women, um, knowing the fact with this thing that we all still going through at this point in time with the whole world going through, I think because the fact is that we was on this one common goal and that common goal was the hill and that we was so like-minded but not knowing at the time that we was and just the fact that we were so lying spiritually soulful in so many other ways that it's so scary even to this day because we feel each other's energy we feel each other when we going through different emotions and it's like i felt like at the time since we were such on alignment i felt like if i knew i took care of myself in that way these women the universe brought the same women like-minded that was taking care of themselves in the same way and again like june said it's like you know, you attract what you what you think, what you say, what you put out there to the universe. So we was all on a positive vibration, and that's exactly what we got back. So we wasn't thinking about any viruses or what was going to happen because at the end of the day, the universe had us, and, it, and the universe did its job. So just looking back on the overall experience of in the house, who do you guys feel like had the most significant impact? I'm going to say outside of Trishy because we know she's the one that put it together. <laughs> so, with, like, which one of the sisters in the house do you feel like may have had the most significant impact on you? On, um, on us? Yes. I, I'm going to answer that, but I'm me? not going to on behalf of oh, me. Oh, go ahead. Um, I, who I think in my in my opinion, I think it would be Kiana. And the reason why I would say Kiana is because she actually never even came for meditation. She was, what happened was, is um, we had another lady who was supposed to join us and last minute she couldn't come. So I had one bed available. And I remember, you know, telling the girls like, hey, I have a bed available. If you want someone, if you know somebody that's interested, let me know. And, um, I believe it was Sabrina that was like, I have someone who may want to come and she just lost her father. And the reason why I say Kiana is because she was dealing with so much mm -hmm. uh, grief and it, she had lost her father to COVID. So it was very recent. And um, I think we helped give her strength as a sisterhood together. We helped build her up into a way where she understood the death instead of grieving of it, but just knowing that your father never left you and he will mm. never leave you. And we actually had, I don't know if you'll see it on the season, but I guess I can show you guys because I don't know if it's going to be on there. But she was in the confessional one of the times and she was talking about her father. And behind, we had like a, the, the confessional had like a pink curtain. As she's talking to her father, the curtain is moving as if someone was behind her. Mm -hmm. And it was such a symbolic moment where I like everything I kind of tell her is that death is a transition where energy, we do not die. We just transition. And I think she really got the clarity and the strength that she needed. I mean, every, every one of the women that were on the cast, they definitely got something, but I remember, and as you'll see in one of the episodes is she broke down and she thought that she had to do that by herself. 
and we didn't. We all gathered around her. We all gave her love. We all gave her strength. And I, I really believe in my heart she needed it the most. Yeah. And it was ironic because she wasn't really a part of the, the meditation. She was somebody who came very last minute, but I definitely feel like there was no coincidence for that. Yes, I would say Kiana for sure. I would say yeah, her for sure. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Before Trisha even said it, I was like, oh, <laughs> Kiana. Because me and her, listen, we yeah, they would have thought that we, we knew each other going in. We had a whole bond. We were besties, everything. And still to this day, we still talk. That is, I love Kiana. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so I think I kind of like, because we had similar stories. So once I spoke about my grandfather passing, it was just like a chain reaction to she was sitting right next to me. And that's mm. when everything transpired. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely agree. We definitely on, on one accord with this. It was definitely my little sister, Kiana. And just the fact that um, even just to implement and piggyback off of what Trishy said, because I see her growth. I see her glow up. I see where she came from. From when she came in that house, left out that house, and where she's at today. And then the strength that I hear in her voice, the, the, the strength and power I see as she moved right now. And just how Benet said that, you know, she talks to her every day. That, that my little sister, she check on me every single day. There's no day that she don't check on me. And also her nephew, Faye. So that's what she call him. Um, so like she, she, whew, and it gives me chills right now as I'm talking about it and I'm trying not to cry, but that's my baby. And I feel like she was definitely a big impact on us. So another question that I have now that you went through this experience, is there something that you would have told your younger self now after going through this? <laughs> Not the worry and sit your butt down, sit your butt down, calm down, relax, chill out. It's going to be okay. You can't have faith and worry. You got to pick one or the other. I love that. That was real good, Kwai. And for me, my I would tell my younger self that you got this, girl. Like I said to y'all before, trials and tribulations might come my way, but I will withstand it all. And I say that for all my soul sisters. That's right, Brenda. I agree. I agree on that one. Listen, I will tell my younger self, girl, you you know you the, I don't want to curse, but you know you the shit, okay? <laughs> don't let nobody tell you that you're not, because I'm telling you, when you go through stuff, you they really be beating you in your head like you not it. You not that girl. You not that girl. You beneath you. You on the floor. And you would really think that. You would really have your head messed up. Definitely. And I would tell my younger self that I was born for this. Yeah. And I would, I'll, ju I'll jump in on that question too. I would tell my younger self that you're going to go through a really rough time with depression and it's going to be dark and it's going to be scary, but the universe is putting you in that position for a greater purpose. Something that is way bigger than you can imagine. If you just ride that roller coaster, you'll see and you'll understand. Mm hmm.
of um important part of of growth in in your next level we've had um the chance here to discuss um and be transparent about our own healing journey and i think it's um it, it, it's a little bit of uh like i said earlier like you get it feels freeing when you get to talk about it where it's it's no judgment and you get to look back at yourself and see where you started to where you are now. And mm -hmm. that old person is like, you can't even recognize who, who that person was because you're just, you, you are amazed at your own growth. And so I know that y'all are looking back now and just like, thank God I made it and, and thankful for the experience. Um, I do have a question for Trishy to ask, do you anticipate um, having more retreats going forward. Yeah, because I'm trying to go. Absolutely. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because we're actually filming season two in April. And this this time I'm taking the girls to the mountains. We're going to Tennessee, baby. We're going to be up in the mountains this time. Um, so, yes, absolutely. This is an annual thing. So you can expect it every year. So if you or somebody you know is interested in becoming a soul sister, definitely reach out to me at, at Trishy Marie or at Soul Sisters Reality Show. And let us know, you know, why you feel like you'll be a good fit for the house, what you're going through, what you want to expect from coming, and we'll definitely be in touch. Yes. Um, can, for all of you, I would um, ask you to, where can you be reached on social media? If you don't mind sharing, I know, uh, Junie, is, are you a chef full-time? Is that your career? That's one of them. Oh, one of the, okay, businesswoman. Okay, multifaceted. Okay, sis. Yeah, so you can tell yeah, everyone how to reach you because um, I know um, once the the series releases, I'm sure you will have an overwhelming amount of fans and someone who can relate to your story. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, thank you. And um, Jim will be back for season two, actually. So. If you ladies aren't interested in coming, she'll be back season two so you can try the yummy, delicious finger licking food. Yes. <laughs> and a nice drink she be making. Oh. <laughs> now you speaking my language. <laughs> yes, the cocktails. It's always fun with the cocktails. Um, but yes, you can find me on Instagram at um, June's Kitchen. It's spelled J U H N E. Um, you can also find me for your health and wellness needs at June underscore all underscore year. And I am on Facebook and Twitter as June Wheeler Mitter. And it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us tonight. Oh, uh, you can find me on um, Instagram at I am Benet Michelle. And then you can find me on Twitter as Benay Robertson. And yes, thank you ladies for having us. I had an amazing time with you ladies and hope to see you soon. And again, I watch party on the 10th. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. If you know, you know. <laughs> yes. And of course, y'all, I am your pervious worthy queen, Brina. You can follow me at I am dot -E You can follow me also. I have my own business. I lost 60 plus pounds, still on my journey. Um, and you can follow my business page at Curves Beauty underscore LLC. 
Your girl also is officially a New Jersey realtor with one-stop realty shops. So all your land, residential, and commercial needs, holler at me. And I'm so blessed to be a part of this. And of course, thank you for having us. And I'll see you guys on February 10th. Yes, and of course, this is your girl Kwamea, but if you can't pronounce it, you can call me Q Kwa, either Queen. I am everything over at Pillow Talk with the T podcast. Um, also, I'm your motivation, inspirational mover and shaker, your body positivity ambassador, as well as also another host on another talk show that's called Brown Sugar Divas Talk, which is real talk dipped in brown sugar. <laughs> Um, so Pillow Talk with the team, you can find us everywhere on every platform. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will definitely be returning back on March 3rd with amazing episodes for the season four. It's going up from here. I got so many things lined up under the brand of Pillow Talk with the team. So please turn on your notifications. Stay close to your phones because you don't know what your girl got in store is coming, baby. I don't like to talk about a lot of stuff I like um, that I have because I believe silence is power. You guys will see it when you see it. If you don't, it wasn't meant for you. So other than that, um, yeah, definitely check out our live Facebook watch party on February 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check your local listings and please go follow the Soul Sisters Reality Reality Show page on Instagram as well as Facebook and turn on those notifications because you don't know where Soul Sisters will pop up. You don't know where we'll be at and you definitely want to stay tuned for this live watch party where you have the opportunity to ask the cast all the questions that you may come to your mind after watching the show. Yes, definitely. And guys, my name again is Trishy Marie. I am the creator and executive producer and also a certified life coach behind the new reality show Soul Sisters. You can follow me at, at Trishy Marie if you're interested in coaching. Also, guided meditation Monday through Friday via Zoom at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if any of you guys are interested, please DM me. Please reach out. Do not feel ashamed. I'm here to talk. Um, definitely go follow at Soul Sisters Reality Show. Um, hit us up. We are filming season two on in April, so it's right around the corner. So if you or somebody you know is interested, definitely reach out to us. And I want to give a quick shout out to my husband, Ladize, and also my production company at Shore Shot Company. If you're ever interested in film production, marketing, we are the people to go to. And once again, thank you, thank you, thank you again for having us on your platform. And I hope to see everyone February 10th at our exclusive watch party on Facebook Live, 9 p.m., like you said. You'll be there to watch it with myself, the creator, and along with the beautiful cast. And I mean, the whole cast will be there. So definitely stay tuned. Send in lots of love and blessings your way. Yes, yes. yes. Thank y'all so much for joining us. I appreciate um, the opportunity to talk with all of you. Um, we're excited to watch the series. Yes, yes. We um, we always close out our show with words of wisdom or inspiration. And so I would ask um, all of you guys to just give a word to someone who may be hesitant or a little bit scared about going through this the process that you went through. Um, I'll just start off and I say my word of wisdom is just remember that you are beautiful, you are strong, you are amazing, and you came here for a purpose. And sometimes our pain is our purpose, but you have to get through that to remember that. So those are my words of wisdom. And I would say my words of wisdom is you're not alone. Um, 
definitely know when you um, choose the choose the path and the journey of healing. Know that there will be ups and downs, ins and outs, um, corner to corner, earth to earth. But just do not give up. No, take that feeling as all you go through the different emotional roller coasters that is just your journey through completion of the process and trust the process while you're in it because at the end of that tunnel, at the end of that rainbow, it is amazing, beautiful light and also a feeling. So also and also be ready for it. Be ready for it. Believe it. Be willing. Be open and be receptive. Go ahead, Joan. You got it, sis. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. And I would say fear not. If God brought you to it, he's going to definitely bring you through it. Mm. Renee? Oh, I'm so sorry. So I got a brain freak, though. I'm so sorry. I had it at the tip of my tongue. As soon as you said it, I was up. I should have just went because now I'm just like, what I just say? <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I say trust the process. Love yourself first and trust the process because, listen, it's not easy, but you would get through it. It is not easy at all, but you would get through it because I got through it twice. I've been down that road twice and I got out of it and I am here today. Well, thank y'all ladies so much. I'm going to let Fearless go ahead and say her words wisdom of the week all right y'all this is my wisdom of the week i hope last week y'all did what i told y'all to was to go find something that you didn't know about black history because there's so many small little known black history facts out there so i hope that you are taking time to educate yourself not only during this month but all year round 365 366 leap year so i just would like to say that first of all this has been an amazing experience um talking to all you ladies and that no matter what shade or color that you come in beauty comes in all shades colors, shapes and sizes and so does your healing and um, I just want everybody to take the time, especially those of us of, of color, people of color, because, you know, we come in all different shades. Um, take the time to begin your healing journey. Now is the time. Don't wait. Don't put it off. There are so many people that you can reach out to, people you could talk to. You know that you guys can DM me or DM Miss Pink or DM the, um, the podcast page. But... I just want everybody to really take time to really start your healing and know that there are safe spaces and safe places for you to find your healing. Okay, we're going to do this as a as a people, people of color. We really have to start healing. We got to heal ourselves. And once we heal ourselves, then we can start healing our community. So definitely I want everybody to start y'all healing and continue to do what I said. Look up little known things that you didn't know about our people. All right. Y'all have a blessed week and always remember to live fearless. Okay, so I put up a post earlier this week. Um, as Phyllis has said before, it takes 21 days to form a habit. There are still 21 days left in this month. So don't just be nice to others and kind to others during this month. If you do it for 21 days this month, you it will be a habit by March the 1st. So please be kind to others. You never know what someone is going through, what their healing process look like, and what may trigger them. 
Um, thank y'all again so much for joining thank us. Thank you, ladies. It was definitely a pleasure. We look forward to tuning in on February the 10th for the Facebook watch party. And um, just thank y'all so much for sharing y'all's story and being so transparent. And, um, of course, I love to see black women winning. Yes, yes. Thank you, ladies, for doing what you do, allowing us to be able to have a platform to come on as well. And keep doing the, keep doing the thing. Thank you. Yes, thank you, ladies. I had an amazing time with you, ladies. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate it.